It's been a long year. And by a long year, I mean, we're officially one year in since the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a pandemic. How does this relate to this week's episode? Well, we're tired. So this week, we're going to tell you what really grinds our gears in the world of e-commerce. I promise it'll be fun. Let's dig in. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian. And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce. Hey, Kelly. How can merchants leverage customer data to drive more revenue and increase retention? How can they create personalized experiences customers love? I recommend Octane AI, the leading buyer profile platform for Shopify and Shopify Plus merchants. How does it work? Octane AI features a shop quiz, Facebook Messenger and SMS, and opt-in tools. Using the shop quiz, merchants can get to know customers with interactive questions. From product recommenders to gift finders, you can learn about a customer's needs, preferences, pain points, and more. This information gets saved into buyer profiles, and you can sync your buyer profile data with your Facebook Messenger, SMS, email, and ad campaigns for personalized customer journeys. What kinds of returns can brands expect? Brands using the shop quiz have increased email signups by 16 times and driven a 28% increase in average order value. Facebook Messenger and SMS see 80 to 95% average open rates and drive up to a 20% increase in revenue. Better yet, Octane AI has plans for any size business and offers a 14-day free trial. Every plan gives you access to the shop quiz, Facebook Messenger, SMS, and opt-in tools. There are also plans available where Octane AI's experts will help you set up and optimize your tools for success. This sounds great. Where can merchants go to learn more? You can learn more, book a demo, or try it free at join.octaneai.com slash commerce tea. Again, that's join.octaneai.com slash commerce tea. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Rian. How are you? I'm good. I have a surprise. What's your surprise? Um, I guess it's not really a surprise for you, <laughs> but because we both did the same thing, but we upgraded our audio podcasting equipment. Mm. And I apologize in advance because <laughs> we have sound effects. <laughs> we have sound effects. We will. I don't think we'll be using them too liberally, but also we're just learning them. So, uh, and apparently there's like, did you say 81,000 options on the internet or something? Oh, I, I mean, there are so many options. It's very dangerous. So I cannot wait to dig in and replace the defaults with more interesting things. But until then. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So Kelly, do you want to explain why we got upgraded? Yes. So we actually do have some really exciting news. (laughs) Uh, Rian and I are officially bringing uh, Commerce Tea to a brand new podcasting app called Fireside. So Fireside is an interactive, uh, socially responsible podcasting app that allows us to actually interact with you directly, bring you up on stage to ask us questions. You can react to what we're saying. You can ask us questions while you're still just listening in the audience. It's going to be really, really, really fun. Uh, We're planning on doing episodes through Fireside every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern, which is 10 a.m. That is correct. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. So uh, we'll include some more information about this in the show notes. Uh, We are actually doing our first episode this Thursday. 
So you're going to get to learn alongside us. Yeah, you are going to learn alongside us. And I, I'm really excited. We've, we've tested it. We, it's, it's been really good so far. And I'm just excited to, to try something where y'all can join us and ask us questions. And hopefully we can answer them in real time instead of, you, you know, you tweeting at us and then us getting <laughs> to it eventually. That's the goal. Yeah, and we'll be doing some interviews on there as well. And we'll also be doing friendly Shopify store teardowns directly through Fireside. So We're get some excited. immediate feedback on your store. Yes. I'm, so, I'm so excited. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Okay, so we mentioned we're both tired. It's been a year since I've been home. I'm... <laughs> My best friend posted on Instagram uh, on Sunday, and she posted a picture of the two of us saying, I can't believe I haven't seen this girl in a year. And I'm looking at the picture of the two of us, and it honestly took me a minute to recognize myself wearing real clothes. Mm. Yeah, I get that. It, looking back, you're like, oh, that's what it's like. That's what it was like. Yeah. But I, I'm ready. As I sit here in joggers and a hoodie, I am ready to have a reason. And I know some folks dress up every day and it's part of their self-care. And I, I absolutely appreciate that. Like, it, like if, yeah. if, th- if that is your self-care, you self-care. You care for self. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I have found myself starting to lean more into doing my makeup, which I had stopped for a while. I was like, well, there's no point. But recently I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing this again. And you know, that's more for me than for anybody else. But you're right. It's like looking back on these pictures and like, I have cute outfits on, I'm doing these things. And now it's just every picture from the past year, like my hair is kind of dirty. <laughs> and like, also, it's like half one color, half the other. It's really oh, long. Yeah. It needs to definitely be cut. When this pandemic started, my hair was blonde. My hair is very brown, brown now. Yeah. My hair uh, was like very vibrant uh, red. And now it is dark, dark strawberry blonde and orange. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I think we can kind of just summarize this in the sense that I think there's a lot that we're all looking forward to doing. And I'm really excited that the vaccine rollout is progressing. Um, yeah. Definitely a little faster in some countries or states uh, than others. Go Georgia for being literally last on the list. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the fate of Georgia's. I'm sorry. It was the way you said it. I, we, yeah. Let, I, me, just say it, let me just put it this way. There's a reason why we decided to talk about all the things that frustrate us about e-commerce because I'm just generally angry right now. <laughs> And I need something happy in my life. Yay. And if if, it, if that makes you happy, which is us. Venting. Uh, yeah, I, that's okay, right? Like it's all about, like I was saying about self-care, right? If, if dressing up every day and wearing heels in your house every day or or whatever makes you happy, do the thing that makes you happy. If complaining on a podcast about the things <laughs> that ruin e-commerce sites make you happy, do that too. Uh, you know, it, who's to say, who who decides how we feel our feelings? That's right. That's right. Sometimes I just want to sit and be angry or sit and be sad. 
And that's, it's, yeah, it's good to feel your feelings. I'm sure exactly. you're the one with the psych background. Me over here. I'm like, <laughs> it's good to feel your feelings. That's good. It's <laughs> really interesting being a trained therapist and seeing a therapist because we'll get into these conversations uh, and she'll start explaining some kind of topic. She'll be like, wait, you already know this. <laughs> So it's 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 still figuring out that dynamic, but it's it's good. It's good. I'm glad um, that I'm glad that you found someone awesome though. And for yeah. those of you listening, always feel you know, if if you're able to and if you need, which I would argue all of us at some point need to speak to a therapist, go go search for um mental health support. Yes. All right. Why don't we start digging into what really grinds my gears? <laughs> yes. Is this therapeutic? Yes. <laughs> See, self-care out loud. Let's go. Absolutely. All right. You want to, oh, what really grinds your gears? I, a lot. <laughs> Do you want a 24-hour long podcast? Yeah. How, as Gavin Ballard once famously noted, or at least it stuck in my brain, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> or as Kelly, you point out to me frequently, the limit does not exist. Yes, but uh, in this context, I suppose there there is a there is a limit to how long we can talk about it on a podcast where people will keep listening. Your time. <laughs> okay, this is my number one pet peeve slash grind gears slash hill I will die on right now. The quote: "Sight speed doesn't matter." Because Gymshark, Movement, Nike, blah, 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 blah. Their sight speed is slow, so it doesn't matter for everybody. No, 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 that's not how it works. The reason why it doesn't matter very much for them is because they have so much brand name recognition that Google will treat them differently and they will rank more because more people search exactly for those terms. When you already have millions of customers. <laughs> like it's, it's, you're, this is comparing apples to oranges. And, and it, if Gymshark is the apple, most of us, most small businesses right now are oranges and it's okay because I love an orange juice. You know what I'm saying? But it's just really important that you care about your site speed. And the other reason why, and we're going to do a whole episode about this is because Google is rolling out something called Core Web Vitals in May. It is coming. It is happening. Period. <laughs> Full stop. To be continued. Oh my gosh. This is, <laughs> Kelly just wanted to get this off to a bang. Yes. I, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I mean, it's absolutely right. Like I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about the, uh, like the site speed report on Shopify and using, uh, Google PageSpeed Insights in general, um, just because it's looking at like an aggregate of of businesses and it's not taking a lot of, you know, the unique aspects of your website and your company into uh, like into this calculation. And as a result, they tend to trend very low. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I published a, an updated theme for a client last week and the... Uh, Shopify page speed scored the theme 10. Oh, that's nice and fast. Google Lighthouse scored the website. Actually, 
What do you think it scored it? What do you think Lighthouse came in at for the for the site speed? And this is desktop. I haven't tested mobile yet. Who's to say? Did you test it in incognito or did you test it in I'm total like guest? No, nothing like brand new user. Oh God, who's to say? Anywhere between five and fifty. <laughs> Ninety. What? Yes. What is that? logic? It's less than two seconds page page speed like load time it is like a dream user experience in terms of like browsing, like navigating from page to page to page on the site. And yet it scored a 10 within Shopify. I'm actually going to pull it back up again um, to see if it's been updated since um, just because I think it's like an average over time and maybe it's gone up a little bit, but I'm yeah. That well, a I'm glad to hear that you were able to bring it up really fast for a commerce e-commerce store. 90 is really high. I was shocked. Oh, oh <laughs> we've moved up. We're now at 11. Ooh, incremental changes <laughs> and successes. We celebrate them all here at Commerce Tea. But here's the thing. It says no apps were installed or uninstalled this day, but other factors like theme changes or added media can also have an impact on your store. It's interesting that they don't count a theme change as an event. Oh, because that's a pretty big event if you ask me. Uh, you know, that's a whole other podcast episode where we can talk about the things that <laughs> fire during certain events, because uh, I have feelings on that as well for a lot of reasons. I will say so- something, though, as to your point regarding Shopify's serving you one piece of data, Lighthouse is serving you another piece of data, and that's no longer where we should be looking. We should Where's be looking. We be looking. We should be looking in our Google Search Console, which you've definitely submitted your sitemap in. Uh, and because now in Google Search Console there is a core Web Vitals section. So it, that's relatively new, though. I mean, I, I want to say that's the last what? what it's March. I, <laughs> the last three months. I don't know when it came out exactly. <laughs> it. I believe it. It, it pushed after 2021 became the year. So sometime in there. I actually, uh, this this site that I updated the theme, it was because the the business rebranded. So I went in and resubmitted the site map because, you know, new name and everything. Um, I'm curious what it says for, uh, wow, what is it? It's Search Console. It used Search to be console. called Webmaster, Webmaster Tools. Tools. <laughs> and that's what my brain always goes to. Well, it doesn't hurt or it doesn't help that Google also, I mean, if you want to talk about things that grind your gears, Google's branding is not consistent. Like it's still Google Webmaster blog, <laughs> but it's really <laughs> Google Search Console. I don't know. I don't know. I also really don't like Google Analytics new, new interface, but we're not talking about that today. <laughs> oh boy. You know what really grinds my gears? The new Google Analytics user fa- user interface. Okay, we don't actually talk about it, but I just wanted to <laughs> I just Why? Why? I turned it, I well, I changed everything to advanced mode and it seems to have helped me a little bit. Okay, that's, that's good. I just don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready for what really grinds my gears? Yes. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast, sarcastic no thanks messages. Like on a pop-up, which we'll be getting to momentarily, (laughs) um, 
I don't want to sign up for your email list, so I'm just going to close it out. But no, I, I can't just like click out of it. And I can't just click the X in the corner because he got rid of the X in the corner. No, I have to click, no thanks. I don't like saving money. I, it's, it's, it is the worst. I loathe most growth hacking techniques. Let me be very transparent. That may be my absolute least favorite. Oh, totally. Um, second least favorite is when you unsubscribe from a newsletter and it's like no text, no calls, we're breaking up. Or it's like oh, sad, sad face and a crying puppy and yeah. And you're like, yeah, I, I definitely want to unsubscribe now. Yes. Thank you for helping me <laughs> make this decision. Right. It's oh, just, what's the point of being glib? I think is really, is really what it comes down to. Even if it's really on brand, like there are some brands and their brand voice that that wouldn't surprise me on, that it feels more authentic on, such as Chubby's, which all of the copy is really That's literally cheek. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, what's that? The Is it Pit Viper? Hmm? We can't read their product descriptions on our show. Yeah, that <laughs> Pit Viper sunglasses. They, they also, like, if they had it, and if Chubby's had it, I'd be irritated as well, but I'd be like, ah, at least it fits the vibe of the brand. It's when it's like a jewelry company. You're like, why would you do this? Like, uh, no, stop. No, Time stop. out. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was one I wanted to get off my chest early on, but I think we can easily transition into the next one, which is just you know what, Rian, you take this one. I just really don't like pop ups, everybody. I just really, I just, I hate every part of them. Not only do I dislike pop ups, I especially dislike them if they're served immediately. I especially, especially dislike them when they're served immediately on mobile and they're wall-to-wall pop-ups. And then you can't find the exit out. And you know who also doesn't like this? Google. It's not just my feelings. It's Google. Do you want to get found in Google? Cool. They index mobile first. Why do you have this? It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, sure, you can capture emails, but give it a second. Uh, Kelly and I both talk about, it's, it's like if I was to walk into Nordstrom pre-pandemic or post-pandemic, whenever. And if someone was to stop me with a giant sign that's like, you can go no further until you give me your contact information, I am leaving. I'm like, no, bye. This sucks. Think about it like that. But wait, there's more. What it makes this situation even worse is when there's like multiple pop-ups popping up at one time. I'm not going to give away our next one. But like, here's a pop-up to sign up for our mailing list. Oh, also, have you considered signing up for our our, our text as well? Also, hey, I'm just going to pop up the chat. Be like, hey, do you need any help? Y'all can't see me right now. I'm literally grabbing my head because <laughs> that's how this makes me feel inside of my heart. And this is no disrespect to people who are using pop-ups or pop-up apps or or anything. There is a time and a place for a pop-up. There's a way to do it that falls within Google's guidelines. There's a way to do it that doesn't impact customers. Like if, if, if you have a pop-up right now, go into Google Analytics, even though, I, like I said, I don't, I don't really love the new interface. Go into Google Analytics and see how many people churn on your homepage. If that number's high, take away your pop-up and see what happens. And I know you don't want to lose newsletter signups. There, again, there are ways that you can add in a pop-up that's not 
just like in your face immediately. Give me your email. Yes. Yeah. Or, or, you know, another type of pop-up that I really, 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 really don't like. What? The pop-ups that are like, hey, if you sign up for X, we'll, you'll get 15% off. Like if you follow our Twitter, you know, those pop-ups. Mm, yeah. I, I don't like those for a couple reasons. One is I think it sets the, uh, it sets you up as uh, to potentially be a discounted brand. Because then people, I think, are always going to search. And maybe there's psychology behind that that I, I, I just don't understand. I, really, the moral of the story is just, just don't, just think about when you pop, pop things up. Because right now, I'd say most people, I go to their, or most stores, I go to it and I'm just like, oh, literally, that's what I think. I think what, what like bothers me the most about it is that they actually do to a level work on getting like newsletter signups, like spin the wheel pop-ups, for example. I hate them. Cannot stand them. And, and there's no like particular reason why I can't stand them. I just hate seeing them. Like I just hate that they exist in general. Oh, but I have a particular reason. <laughs> they're really good at getting people to sign up for your mailing list. They might be like discount customers, but you could turn one of those customers into a lifetime customer as well. I there's, there, I mean, what's what's there to say, except the fact that I just don't like them. <laughs> I yeah, a they don't create. I I don't have an exact number on this, but uh, the amount of qualified leads you get through that spin the wheel is is relatively low. And then also, the way the most of those pop ups work, most not all. I can't speak. I haven't tested them all. It slows your site down significantly. Yep. It's just, it just does. It's, oh my gosh. Next. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, we're talking about something very similar. Uh, Kelly, so why don't you? One of the ones that I didn't want to give an example of earlier, but FOMO apps, like the fear of missing out, the thing that pops up in the corner of your screen that says so-and-so from, or like X person from Y city bought Z item 20 minutes ago. Isn't it just also mostly BS? Yeah. Like there were literally apps that got removed from the Shopify app store because they were fabricating all of the data. Yeah, it it just, and maybe maybe Kelly and I are so, like we know how the sausage is made when it comes to stuff like that. So you're not, so we're like, oh no. But at the same time, the only time FOMO really works for me, really works for me. It's not the modal pop-up ones. It's, and I, I always use Everlane as the best example. When they're like, we have three left of this in your size. They mean that they have three left of it in your size. Yes. And I know because I've played chicken where I've like put something in my cart and then come back 15 minutes later and then it's gone. So yeah. I, I think if it's genuine and it's on your product description page, there's a use case there. But the use case is not these little pop-ups that come in the corner that are like, yeah, like what you were saying, like Bob from Florida just bought three of these. Yeah, it's it, they're kind of the worst. If you ever ask me, like if you're a client and you ask me whether I think uh, you should have that on your site, it is a resounding no. No. And I will very quickly answer that question. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why. Also, the fact that I just generally don't like them. But, <laughs> it, it, you know, it is something that I, I, I feel like they're not 
genuine. I feel like it's a dark pattern. I feel like it's a distraction. I feel like it's unnecessary code that you have to load on your site to pull that in. Uh, So many reasons why I'm just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Kelly, can you explain what a dark pattern is? Yes. So a dark pattern is any action that's taken on your website that is almost like creating some kind of sense of like guilt or a negative feeling in general to convince you to take to do something. Um, the example of no thanks, I hate, I don't want to save any money. That's a dark pattern as well. Or another example of a dark pattern is making it difficult for you to do something on your site. Let's say you want to unsubscribe from uh, a certain uh, news outlet and they require you to call in mm. to unsubscribe. And they spend, you have to spend, you know, go through a really difficult dialing sequence to actually reach an, a real person. And then the real person spends the next 30 minutes going to doing some kind of like retention flow of trying to keep you in there. Um, Any kind of like not being able to immediately unsubscribe from like a subscription just in general is a dark pattern as well. And something I strongly recommend against doing. And I believe in the state of California, like you have to require a link to unsubscribe. You do. But a lot of people still don't. Yeah. And, And it's, yeah, when I have to email you, like when you're like, oh, no, you have to actually email this or, or, you know, when you're trying to unsubscribe from something and it, it, there's a pop up and it's like, are you sure? And you're like, yes. And then there's another pop up. It's like, but we'll give you 20% off. Are you still sure? And you're like, yes. And then there's another one. You're like, oh my God. Look at like, all these are going to be missing out on. Uh, Audible's really bad about this. Oh, you yeah. hear that, Bezos? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want to hear all the things that Amazon's bad about? Um, (laughs) Coming up next week. (laughs) Okay. So these next few we're going to be talking about are all about email because there are a lot of things that grind our gears when it comes to email marketing and just not getting it right. The first one is getting unpersonalized marketing emails. There are so many opportunities to capture preferential information from your customers when when opting them into the newsletter when, when they're signing up. Um, the other day, my husband, is, he's checking his email and he's like, hey, Kelly, I got one of your emails. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's from, it's from Banana Republic. They have all these new women's shirts and it's like to his email address. <laughs> like, he doesn't need that. And that's like, these are, these are preferences that you can capture up front so you're not wasting money and time on emailing the wrong customer. I'm not going to go to the website when I receive an email about buying, you know, ties because I have no intention of buying ties or like, I don't need a, a tuxedo. I don't know. I'm just going for random things. <laughs> just- oh, oh, one of my re- more recent ones. I bought a car uh, a couple of <laughs> Just a small purchase. Yeah. I got an e- I got an email both from the dealership I purchased from and from one of the like the sister partnerships in like another city in Metro Atlanta both acknowledging the fact that I literally just bought a car and then saying now's a great time to buy a new Mazda 3 and I'm like I literally just bought one <laughs> What do you mean now's a good time how many Mazda 3s do I need? And it's always without uh, without fail that that happens. 
If you buy anything significant or like if you refi, I mean, this is, this isn't necessarily e-commerce. It's like when I refied my home, all of a sudden I was getting all these emails about refinancing my home. I'm like, I just signed docs. Like you're wasting your time. I don't know. Why are you? And they're calling you too. You're like, what is happening? Like the mortgage insurance people. Oh my gosh. I I can create a quilt out of the number of letters I got about, about opting into mortgage insurance. It's, it's. Okay. Personalize your marketing emails. Long story short. Yeah. And while you're personalizing your marketing emails, let's get on to our other thing regarding our other thing. The other thing about email marketing that grinds our gears, and that is getting too many emails. There is a limit. Yes. And everyone has their their own limit. And you see different brands approach this by literally letting you opt in to how many emails you want to receive per week or what emails you want to be receiving. Or maybe you want to receive one per month, just like new releases or like updates to a certain product or something like that. But I don't need to get daily new release emails for everything that you have coming out. That's not what I want. Um, Clavio has a very, very handy feature called smart sending that you can enable on your flows and on your campaigns, which prevents people from receiving too many emails in a small period of time. Please use it. Yes, please do use it. And <laughs> I, I, I cannot tell you the amount of times I'm like, why are you emailing me so much? <laughs> and then I just unsubscribe. Oh, yeah. I just get I annoyed. Yeah, I just get irritated, and 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 th- these are brands that I like, that I buy that I buy from, and I'm like, it's cool. I'll like check out their website. I don't need emails to update me on what's going on because I'm getting five a day. Like, why would you send me five emails a day if you're an apparel company? I have not changed my mind since the morning, unless it's 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 like some phenomenal new release that you're dropping. Like, you're not dropping new product every day. Boutiques tend to actually have like daily new arrivals or at least like potentially like two or three times a week. But like, there's no reason to send multiple emails per day. No reason. It's the worst. Um, One of the things that we've talked about in the past on the podcast as well is SMS marketing. Um, SMS is actually a really, really great opportunity to engage with your customers on like a more personal level, like actually have conversations with them. However. Brands that use SMS as if it's just another form of email marketing. This is another thing that grinds my gears. Yes. They are two completely different platforms. They are two completely different means of marketing with your customers. And you need to communicate with them differently. Absolutely. I also feel like you should opt, like people should have to opt into it. Oh, without a doubt. It's literally illegal to be sending marketing texts to people when they have. It happens all the time. Yeah, I got one the other day from like a client from three years ago saying, <laughs> what, did it, what, did it, what did the text say? I'm going to pull it up right oh, now. Speaking of this or on this, in the same vein as this, I also, if I participate in something, this isn't really commerce, but I mean, hey, if this is like Festivus, but in March, let's just go. I loathe when I give my email for one thing and then it gets used for a newsletter or for something totally different. It's yep. like, I did not consent to this. I did not double opt in. I did not opt into your marketing. Like, yeah. Are you talking like placing an order or just like generally? I'm just talking generally. Oh. <laughs> another one. Like uh, people who automatically subscribe you to their mailing list when you've placed an order or when you've started the checkout flow. 
Like, don't do that. I do not want your emails. Um, I pull up the text. It is a GIF that says, some extra sunshine for you, extra 15% off. Use this code at checkout. And the, the text says, hi, Kelly. Hope, so, hope this text brings you some cheer. 15% off with code, the code. And then we'll <laughs> And I was like, I never once gave you my, my, my phone number. Never once gave you my phone number. Oof. Where did you get it? That's not good. So I have to imagine that they had some really high unsubscribe rates because they're abusing the system. And it's illegal, but we're not lawyers. But talk to one. Should talk to one and also <laughs> read up on legality of sending texts also emails yeah for, say, and emails in spam gdpr there uh what was the cpa, CPA. yep yeah. there's ccpa i think that's right yeah, there's ccpa yeah, okay there's a lot of rules there uh, are this a lot of rules is, for a reason and they get enforced like this is not you do not want to play chicken with gdpr you will lose <laughs> You don't want to be the example of what happens when you are not complying with GDPR regulations. No, no, you do not. Uh, uh, oh, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, next. All right, this one's you. I loathe when you put a product in your cart and it forces you into the cart and one of two things happens. One, there's no way to keep shopping. And you're like, why? Why are you not letting me continue shopping? The only way that makes sense is if you're, uh, you know, limiting your sale to one product and you only you have one product. product. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is a very specific, like, check out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is your use case. There's a singular use case for that. That is it. And very few stores actually apply here. <sighs> or if you let me keep shopping, but then you drop me or you direct me back to the homepage of your store. That would be like, if I was, we're going to use a Nordstrom example again. I worked there once. (laughs) It would be like, if I'm over in shoes and I'm like, oh, I like these shoes and I'm going to get them. And I, I give them to the shoe consultant. And then they, and then they're like, okay, do you want to keep shopping? And I say yes. And then I magically get picked up and put back (laughs) in the beginning of the store. God forbid I might get served a pop-up again. My gosh. You're so right. It's a level of chaos. I I just, I can't. Go, my favorite thing, and Kurt actually, Kurt from Unofficial Shopify Podcast posited this on Twitter earlier this week. It's what is your, how should this be handled? And I said, I think this is verbatim, but it might not be, that you should be directed to the collection from whence the product came, as in the product that is in your cart. That is my preferred way of doing things. Yeah, I see a lot of people defaulting to um, all collections, like literally all of your products. Oh, that's a nightmare. The homepage or literally... (laughs) I'm debating if I should tell this story. All right. Um, There was... (laughs) Uh, an individual who asked that continue shopping button to literally just take you back to the page you were viewing before. Oh, yeah. Why? I just added this part. Why do I need to see it again? Nightmare fuel. So, yeah. um, Be smart with 
where you're directing your customers. And this includes if your cart is empty, you need a continue shopping link or literally start shopping link. (laughs) So people shop somewhere and they're generally not going to start shopping on the homepage. Yeah. So generally they don't get to your, your, your site from the homepage. If they're Googling, generally they come through a product page. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Um, let's do one more. Okay. Why not? So, um, I dislike visiting a website that has, okay, how should I phrase this? They have either a terrible font that's unreadable. Yes. Their font size is too small. Yes. (laughs) The contrast is completely off, so it's difficult to read. Or they're using so many fonts on their site, you have literally no idea what their actual brand identity is. Oh, just pick one. Or two. Or two. I Two works if they're complementary to one another. Yes. Also, just don't use... How do... I, I feel... I don't know why now I'm like tiptoeing around this one. I've just been very like... This grain's like... Why are we... Unless there is like a true... Brand, like if you can really look me in the face and say, there's a reason I'm using Bleeding Cowboy. <laughs> and if those of you who don't know what Bleeding Cowboy is, it's like the Twilight yeah. font. Yes. Just, just, you have to, you have to Google. Actually, should we um, include it in our show notes? <laughs> include it in our show notes. Yes. Oh, Bleeding man, Cowboy gives me nightmares. I've seen it everywhere. I've seen it on web. I've seen it in person, like at restaurants. I'm like, this is this is the brand identity that you've chosen. <laughs> Why? Why? There's so many beautiful fonts. I mean, literally. Yeah. Um, lots so- of free fonts from Google Fonts. Um, also, Shopify has their own font library you can pull from. Lots of really great fonts on there. Um, don't use. <laughs> personal preference. Don't use railway. Um, I see railway completely overused on websites. So you can always tell when a site is using railway because the letter W in the middle, it crosses over. So it creates like a little X where the, where the, the, the two V's meet. I can't. I I just, I'm so tired of seeing railway. Again, this is a very personal preference about a font. Is but- it personal though? Because it's also about professionalism. And like, no shade to everybody, as I'm about to say another font that I really dislike. A lot of wellness brands and other brands as well, a lot of wellness brands use papyrus. Why? I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. It's not very accessible as a font. It's quite difficult to read. It's also just, it's just everywhere. No. Stop. (laughs) I'm just going to, I decided, by the way, I'm going to include some random links in the show notes about what we've discussed, um, including SMS and MMS marketing regulations. um, Thanks to PostScript for having that page. Um, because I would not be able to explain those myself. <laughs> I'm going to link to Clavio with Smart Sending as well, so you can read about that. I link to the Bleeding Cowboys font, so you can <laughs> just enjoy that experience with us. Oh, anything else? I don't know if there's anything else I really need to link to. Um, Google Search Console. That's a good one, right? Oh, oh, yes. And if you haven't submitted your sitemap, make sure that you do. 
you don't have Google Search Console, today's your day. Please, 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 please. Yes. And everyone on Shopify, you already have a sitemap. It yes. is yourdomain.com slash sitemap.xml. It's and now the easiest sitemap. Yeah. Also, yeah. You know what, I'll link to submitting your sitemap uh, from Google or from, from Google, from Shopify. Shopify help. help docs. Yeah. And also what's great about Shopify's sitemap is that it's dynamic and it changes. So you don't have to like go back through unless there's been some major change and resubmit it. The only time you have to do that is if there's something really, 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 really big. Like a rebrand, like what you're talking like about. a rebrand, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the- cool feature that I did not realize was in Google Search Console was a change of address. Mm-hmm. So I was able to change from the old domain to the new domain through that change of address. So Google's like, hey, look at this new domain. Same site. Love it. New domain. Oh, and as much as I I, I loathe uh, Google uh, Analytics new interface, please make sure it's connected with Google Search Console. This is not the content that we promised you at the beginning of the episode, but this is where we're at because we're talking. Just please do it. Just you know do what? It. We're making it useful, right? Yeah. There's any takeaways here? Don't do the things that really grind our gears, or th- or at least if you're doing them, consider if you're doing them for the reasons that make sense and that you have a ROI on, yes. or if you're just doing them because you know you read about it or you saw it. Because I, there's so much misinformation when it comes to commerce on the internet, like so much. <laughs> That's a fact. All right. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, you want to do some store shoutouts? Yes. I All do. Right. My store of the week is Manta Sleep. I actually just bought two new sleep masks from them. What I really love about Manta Sleep, I've been using them for a while, is they have like these little cup doodads. I've also been using the word doodad a lot that go over your eyes, but it doesn't touch your eyelashes or anything. Oh. And, and yeah, so, and then, but it's a total black, it totally blacks uh, the, the room out. So you could be in a room... And so this might be something if you work a a nighttime shift and you have to sleep during the day and it's really hard to totally sleep in complete darkness and you require complete darkness to sleep like I do. It's it's a really great product. Their website's easy to check out on. They have all of the accelerated checkout options, which I love. They also have a really great comparison page because I was just like, I don't know what, what, what mask I would buy. Well, and I just realized this yesterday because I just had the regular sleep mask. You can change the, so those cups that I was talking about on your eyes, you can change them. So like, let's say you have the regular one, but you want to zhuzh your life up. So you want to get the silk ones. You don't have to buy the entire silk mask. You can just buy the silk eye cups. Oh, that's cool. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and they Velcro off. Huh. I think this original one would be, or or, no, I think I need the slim mask because I'm a side sleeper. I... I just love them. I actually, I bought the weighted one just to see what would happen. And then I bought the silk one because I like silky things. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like real, like profound reason here. Just- um, they did not prompt me the pop-up until I uh, moved my cursor off of the page, which means it's an exit intent pop-up and it just has big text. Want 10% off your order? And the options are yes and no. Yay. <laughs> love it. Love, Love it, it, Manta. Um, uh, what about you, Kelly? My store is not actually a Shopify store this uh, this week, but it is uh, Coffee Collective. Um, it is coffeecollective.dk. I have a coffee subscription from them because 
There's a lot of really great coffee stateside, I know, but I really like this coffee from Denmark. <laughs> so I get three bags of coffee every month from them. Um, and I had some I had some issues with the delivery originally because it was during Shibageddon and their customer support was just phenomenal. Just staying on top of it, letting me know um, every time. They just they asked me for updates because it was, you know, it was an overseas shipment that didn't necessarily have detailed tracking on it. So they were checking in with me to see if it had arrived yet. And yeah, I mean, I it's really good coffee too. So I'm a fan. Yay, coffee. How many cups of coffee are you drinking a day? Only one um, way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently like one or two cups of coffee a day. Yeah, same. Because otherwise, I, I my stress level, and I think I've talked about this before, I'm just a high-strung person. Just That's just my like level of existence. And if I drink too much coffee, A, it makes me want to throw up. And <laughs> I get shaky. And C, I get really, really anxious and a little bit mad. <laughs> I just get angry for no reason. I know these things. Yeah. And the worst is when I travel. So Kelly, keep this in mind. Like, because, you know, you're you're traveling and you're like, oh, let's try this awesome coffee. Then you find another cool coffee shop. So you're like, I'll try this one too. And then you've drank five coffees in one day because you're trying all these coffee shops when you're traveling, which is totally reasonable. And then nothing good happens. Nothing good. <laughs> That's when you're supposed to use the, the buttony things. <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. I hit the right button. Um, I'm not labeled, so that was a that was a good. Uh, I could have very much gotten like nothing good happens. Yay! <laughs> Amazing. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us while we discuss all the um, the things that grind our gears. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors for supporting this episode. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, you can visit at youtube.com slash commerce tea. Uh, if you like our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews make us happy and we don't get enough reviews. So <laughs> it's true. Not to not to like dark pattern this, but I'm like doing like a little sad face or something. I don't know. Um, you can subscribe yeah. to Commerce Tea on your favorite podcasting service. We post new episodes every Tuesday. So grab your mug and join us then. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify app store.